What's up, everybody? Welcome back to DIY Music. This is Brad, post number two, back to back. So as you know, that means that in a couple minutes, I might completely lose my train of thought. But then we talk about clip gain and volume. And once again, I'm in Pro Tools, so I'm not sure how this pans out in other DAWs or anything. But um, as I was mixing Ocho the Owl's album, and, and really my own stuff too, any anything, there, there's going to be some peaks and you know like just parts of the song that are too loud in relation to other songs and usually those are the best parts because that's when the singer is like really giving it their all so you don't want to get rid of it but once you start throwing effects and and even just on its own without any effects that increase in volume can just drastically throw off a listener so what i do is get really, you know, I'll get down into like 64th notes, find the part right before where it starts to, um, where it starts to get too loud. And then I just eyeball it, reducing the clip gain so that the waveform is more or less the same size as the other one. And you can get into a VU meter and really get specific about volumes, but I found that just eyeballing it is a little bit easier. And it's actually more musical, I think, too. Um, because you also have to consider, like, you know, if, if you're going to reduce volume be because of something being too loud, you have to think about what is occurring in the song at this moment and what is going to occur in a second and what is already occurred. I know that might be a lot, but you really do have to think about what you're doing in relation to everything else. You know, like if you drop the volume here and there's supposed to be a huge part in a second, you know, like the crescendo of a song, maybe not the best point to drop volume or, you know, try something else. But but in, in, in general, um, clip gain just to achieve a consistent volume level more or less now you still want dynamics and all that kind of stuff and actually on the dynamic tip i've actually been um very anti-compression this past two weeks and it's weird how things change you know like i said it's only two weeks but like um yeah lately i've just been wanting to get the whole waveform not compressed not any you know just just as it is and saving pretty much, you know, and, and this also varies by genre too. It could have just been the genre I was working on or the album. Um, but saving all that mastering for the, uh, sorry, saving all that compression for the mastering stage. Um, and I, I found that that just works. So, so when you do the clip gain stuff, you're kind of doing some compression and the same thing with printing effects too. Um, I'll usually find the correct volume before I print it and then I'll print it at zero you know just like flat out and then just reduce the volume again and back and forth and like just fine-tuning make sure that it's in the right place but uh, clip gain it'll work on any instrument really um, you know vocals are the first thing that really come to mind because that's where people are kind of you know, there's there's going to be a lot more dynamic range. Um, basically, any, any instrument that has a lot of dynamic range, just watch out for those extreme peaks. And that's really all it is. It's just those parts that are, you know, um, not just because it's loud, but because it's too loud. Um, and if you are using compression, this will also help you in that manner as well. Because with if let's let's say you didn't do the clip gain technique. And you just threw a compressor on there, you're gonna get 
more or less, you know, it's it's going to reduce the volume, but it's just going to do it in a different way. It's going to squash it instead of just turning the volume down. And then that could also, you know, once that triggers the compressor, depending on the release time and all that other stuff, that could also affect what's happening after that peak that you're concerned about. It, you know, it could take care of the peak, but it could also screw up everything later. So I um, typically do clip gain, then compression, or, you know, but basically always clip gain first. And and really on a case by case basis of just if if things are too loud. So hey, I I didn't go off track there too much. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. So so try out clip gain, and it's it's just another tool. You know, just always trying to fill up the toolbox with little things, uh, so that when you have to take care of something, you know how to do it.